DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning. Hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. And all the other time zones that are joining me, I'm Yolanda at DryerBuzz. And this is how to get out of bed. Actually, today is going to be how to go to bed because I've been up and now I'm getting ready to take a nap. And But I need to, it's, you know, depending... I don't know. We're going to talk about this. One, because I can't go to sleep with this stuff on my mind. And I have some things on my mind and just some questions and I want to ask. And I, hopefully I want to influence change with this. These are normally my first thoughts of the morning frog in my throat. One eye open. And that's pretty much how I feel right now. But I, like I said, I woke up in the wrong, on the wrong side of the clock and now I need a nap. And I had a couple things to do, and I couldn't go right back to bed. But then I said, well, let me go ahead and do this because there's a couple of conversations. Uh, it's Thursday. I'm recording this, which means a very busy day. And unfortunately, or fortunately this week, not unfortunately, um, this week my schedule flipped entirely. And I was trying to adjust to the change, um, which wasn't productive. So now I've got to figure out how to do both. I've got to figure out how to do it all once again. And um, I've got to, I've got to, the couple of things were, were a, I was able to lend a couple of those or to bend a couple of those to the new time schedule that I want. Like I want to shift Wednesday stuff to Tuesday, Tuesday stuff. I don't know, not Monday necessarily, because Monday, but just trying to do as much as I can on Tuesday so that I can um, invite some other things into my life and my schedule. And you're like, wait, it's supposed to be how to get out of bed. Well, it's how, there it is, how to get out of bed now on the screen for those who watch the recording of this. This is a recording, it's a taping, and I apologize if you feel like this should be something else, um, but we're taping for a podcast. And uh, if you want to catch me live and in a wonderful two-way conversation, join me later today. Uh, I'll be going into the kitchen, uh, not to cook, although I will make something while I'm in there. Because, again, trying to layer this stuff. Um, but I'm going to have a, a conversation that came out of uh, the podcast where we talked about women-owned. So I'm, I'm going to lead a conversation as we get ready to launch uh, something with 27 Ashes, which is a part of the brand. 27 Ashes has been was a blessing, but also a curse. It was like a headache trying to get it into the fold of dryer buzz. And I'm still trying to do that. And uh, so I've got to figure that out, and I'm going to work myself through that process. And any processes that I go through, I like to share them. That's just who I am. And that's what I want to talk about today because questions, and I'm, I'm calling it questions only because I don't want to say integrity, but integrity is going to be the subtext, okay? Because... There's so much about what we have to do in our world, uh, in society, and being on this planet. And I haven't figured out a way yet to get off the planet, um, but or one uh, an affordable way to get off the planet. There's a lot of there's a lot of experimental ways to get off the planet, and there are a lot of other ways to get off the planet. And the ways that are coming for consumers to get off the planet, I don't know that I'm gonna be able to afford that. But I desire to get off this planet because it is it it's it's just. It's hard being here, y'all. I just tell you this. It's hard being on this freaking planet. Okay, but anyway, in each and every day, it just gets more and more difficult um, because of the things you have to swallow and suppress, you know, in order just to deal with it. I mean, I just went out of my house probably less than an hour, 
I don't know what time I left out of here. What time? I, maybe right in an hour. I've, I've been gone out of my house for an hour. And out, of my, and out of the house for an hour, I'm so displeased with society that I could not wait to get back. And I wanted to just leisurely make my way back. And I'm like, no, nah, because these, these fools are out here crazy trying to get where they're going. And they're jeopardizing not only their lives. But je- I, I'm so, t- let me write that down. I'm so tired of people willing to jeopardize everything. For what? That's the part I, I don't get. And I've never gotten it. I've never understood it. In all of my life, as old as I am, and as old as I'm getting, as long as I'm living, I don't get what all what, what everybody's out there jeopardizing everything for. I don't get it. I don't get why people don't want people to have a positive experience with them. They don't care what kind of experience you have with them. And and I'm usually able to carve out my little space and my little world and say, to hell with everybody else. I am that person I am known for. People know I will cut you off in a freaking heartbeat, and I just don't look back. And there's no reason to. But there are, looking forward, going ahead, um, these things cycle around. And sometimes they cycle around in seasons and days and things like that. And so... Going back into um, a couple of different realms of things, you know, like, oh, you got to go do this, you got to get back, you got to start doing this again. And you realize, oh, that's why I don't enjoy, that's why I never enjoyed that or this, you know, and all. And I know we just did the podcast, like, I I don't like having those limits, those, or it's got to be this or that. No, for me, I'm that person, I know that I can have this and that. And so when you come to me and you're trying to get me to conform, I'm trying to figure out how did you make it to me? How did you get this far uh, without realizing I'm not the one? And and that's just what it is. And so um, I woke up early this morning and had a chance to indulge more than I normally do on social media. Because usually when I'm on social media, I'm producing content for folk, right? So... I don't necessarily, you know, get to see, oh, well, this is trending. I know what's trending, but if it's not, if it's not beneficial to those whom I support, then I don't care about the trends. Like, oh, no, they can't put their brand in that. Can't talk about this. Can't talk about that. And and I even leave some of those things myself. And, but at the same time, there are times when I get to go in as a consumer, you know, because most of the time I'm out there as a creative. Everything I do, I've got on a creative hat, you know, some, you might run past me or cross my paths or something like that, you know, I'm, I'm not seeing the friendliest person. Only because I'm in a real technical mode, I'm either in technical code or creative mode, right? Those are the three things in which I do in my day. When people are in either of those modes, they have such a peripheral, a small peripheral vision and always somewhere else, always preoccupied. I live my life totally preoccupied. And there are times where if, if being a mom and a daughter and any of the other hats that I wear, there are times where I have to say to myself, you cannot be preoccupied this morning. My daughter stopped by the other day, and yesterday, as a matter of fact, and she was like, oh, I thought I'd come to a meal and this, that, and the other. And I was like, no, sweetie, that was yesterday. <laughs> okay, I was in the kitchen yesterday. Today, I was preoccupied. One, I was exhausted. I was tired because I've had a lot going on. But here's the thing. I want to get beyond that because see how I have identified my flaw? My daughter came and I'm like, hey, and I didn't apologize for it. It's not to apologize. I didn't put a disclaimer on it. And I made sure that, oh, that she didn't walk away with some kind of experience. I was like, listen, 
You know, no, I can't sit down and watch television today. That was yesterday, right? I'm sorry we're not in sync if I need to pop. like, And I'm not even sorry about it. It's like, because she understands. It's like, oh, we're not in sync right now. Right. Like, you just, like, showed up on a whim. And uh, we know that her days are usually, uh, she had a break in her day. She came by. Love you. She got a chance to spend time with Patty Betty. Mom's tired because mom's been, like, out all day in Atlanta traffic. And it was, yesterday was absolutely insane. And I'm sorry it's bleeding over into today because I said today, and I'm a quick learner. I'm like, what I experienced yesterday, I don't want to experience that anymore. So I'm going to get Petty Betty off and I'm going to come back. And I'm going to wait until I normally go out into the public because otherwise I become bitter. Now, I mind you, I'm... Again, recognizing my flaw, I'm in. I'm at that bitter point in life. I'm. I'm at that bitter age. I'm that bitter woman, and I'm going to be vocal about it, as public about it as I have been about everything else. So, and there are going to be some people that go, "Amen, Hallelujah," and all that kind of stuff. And there are some going to wreck people. What, like, wait, whoa, is this a change? Yeah, I'm kind of going through the change too. That's another damn thing, Mother Nature. But anyway, TMI. So, but I. So I have questions. I have questions, and I have questions about integrity, and I have questions about those who live without integrity and how much they are willing to jeopardize. Like, here's something I don't have enough hindsight on because I can't, still can't understand it. How is it that people can continuously ask for something and offer nothing? Like, they set their mouths to... Tell you what they need and what they want, and they cannot for anything. And I mean, cannot for anything. And they feel robbed if they offer you something in exchange. That, and then there are those, and the dog is snoring. I don't have a headset. We're going to have to talk through the dog snoring. I'm glad he's comfortable enough to snore while I'm venting, trying to, <laughs> trying to get out of bed. Because this is this is the thing when I go down the list of reasons why people can't get out of bed and why people end up with dealing with anxieties and depressions and, and those kinds of things. People that are out there right now jeopardizing their lives and the lives of others trying to get to work and all these other places where they have to meet all the everybody else's expectations of people who have absolutely no concern for for them. You know, you do we, we spend too much time doing things for other people who have who have who just have nothing for us nothing in exchange nothing in return and and it's it's just it's detrimental to society um there's the whole take thing and and you just get tired of it you know you get you get so tired of it and there are all these people they want to just Put stuff in your lap and at your door and, and bring it to you and let you and you jump on it with a the sense of urgency that they never would have put on it, right? That gets on my last nerve and I, I, I don't understand it. I cannot for the life of me understand. I can avoid it. I'm right now, I'm like, you gotta go you go do what you gotta do and go back home. Because if you don't uh, you're the kind of person to say stuff out loud, and it's just not, it's just not going to be good. Uh, avoid it. Avoid it. Aban- abort. Abandon it. Go the other way. And, and those kinds of things. But it still bothers me because I see it continuously. Continuously. And, and there, there are those that are out there that tell people how to take. How to take it from this and take it from that. 
I was uh, I had to do some writing and uh, evaluation of of some things. Let me grab a little sip sip. I had to evaluate a project and uh, and help with some outcomes and and it was just mm, it's sad. It's sad because that's our world. There's there's so many great things that's happening right now and. People are asking why why are so few people? Why is it that continuously only such a the what's the word? Let me think. The question of the day that gets asked all the time is there's solutions out there. There there's a way around. Let's just even let me I'm trying to find which example to give that people everybody will understand. Poverty. Okay, everybody can understand poverty. Everybody, everybody's trying to avoid it for the most part, even though it's a large sector, right? And and there are a lot, there are more people who can say that they have experienced it and gotten out away from it and doing everything they can never to go back there than there are people still in it. Or you know, and people say it'll always be it'll always be among us because there are always be people unwilling to recognize what's really what's really wrong, and there are those. Who who will have hardship? Hardship will befall every. It, it's capable of befalling everybody. Um, but then, and then there are those that who who say, "Hey, listen, this is what I did from A to Z. One, two, three. This is exactly what I did." And those people, they they go out each and every day and they yell from the rafters, you know, "Do this, follow me," and and all this kind of stuff. And and here's how you avoid this, and here's how you avoid that. But then. When you look at the numbers and you look at where we could be, where we should be as a society, there's always when it really, when you look at, when you dissect it, when you get to the core of it, there are really only those few people that were able to make it. And, and ironically, they all some kind of way have some kind of connection, even a connection that they themselves don't even know about. I did a talk one time about how. Um, um, successful people have nothing in common until they become successful, um, because we as as a society we have these um cri- we have a criteria, we have criteria people, conditions we have conditions on everything. People said oftentimes say they want to experience unconditional love. There's nothing in society that's truly unconditional. There are some people that and they're very few, very very few of them. And I was watching. I was watching uh, uh, the Royal Family, the video, and the, the tracking the, the Royal Family as they were visiting South Africa, and of course meeting with uh, Arch, Archbishop, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, supposed to be one of the saintly last, if not, if not the last, uh, saintly person. Uh, but I was just watching the behaviors of people. That's all I got out of, you know, you're watching a visual, all you see are the behaviors of it. And I was watching the behaviors of the people in his presence and, and the whole thing. And everybody felt, you could tell that everybody just felt so blessed about being in his presence. Because, I mean, he is that he is one of those people that can say, bless you. And it, and, and literally, it's, you know, everybody around here can say, bless you. But you, when, when the archbishop says, bless you, that means he has made sure that there's an entire connection from you here in this realm to 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 the all the realms beyond the realms, depending on how you subscribe, right? So you know that he truly means. If he says I'm praying for you, he probably done 
said a prayer connected connected with all that is holy. Let's just put it that way. So his bless you and it has all that is holy and all that is connected to God and so forth and all the wisdom of the world uh, based on his studies and what what he wants to be and what he has chosen to be, right? That's different than um, the person, you know, you sneeze or in a room or or somebody saying, bless your heart, you know, because you just said something stupid or did something crazy. You know, you know that's just something rolling off their tongue um, just to end the conversation or keep it moving. They didn't really uh, commune or, or they put no kind of anointing on that or atonement or anything like that. No scripture. No <laughs> it's like, it's like, like, bless you now, go away kind of thing, you know. And I use that sometimes myself, bless your heart, like. In this conversation, now please stop telling me this stuff because I don't really want to know, and there's really not much I can do for it, right? But I'm not, I'm not here to jeopardize. I'm not here to jeopardize anyone, and people who are not here to jeopardize, people who are here, who who feel like we as humans should have some higher level of integrity in our society, man, we get just done over. I'm telling you, it, it the headaches, the stress. The anxiety, the depression. Oh my God! I was listening to um, hurt my ears, but I listened to Lizzo explain this. You know, and I keep telling y'all, you know, as a blogger, um, how there there are certain celebrities. Man, I I had that moment of loving her music. I don't ever want to hear her explain a song again. Like, I don't ever want to, I don't, if I ever see her in conversation, article, anything, I ain't reading it. I don't want to hear this. I'm like, I just want to play the song. I just want to play the song and what it means and enjoy what the song means to me. Man, she went on to explain it. I'm like, I don't know where she came from. I'm like, whoa, what is that? What is that? Um, it's a whole lot of hurt, apparently. And we all know that hurt people unhealed hurt people. We always say hurt people hurt people, but... Hurt people, unhealed hurt people, hurt people who have not recognized their flaw. And, and and the thing about it is, once a person reaches a level of prosperity based on where they are, they are they don't necessarily deem change necessary. We see that with a lot. And and I know a lot a lot of what we have to go on is basically what is put before the public in front of us. And that usually has some kind of celebrityism tied to it. Uh, there was an article right before I got ready to go live here. I'm scrolling, and and, and Inside Edition is doing the story on the viral guy that, and I'm saying viral um, guy. Apparently, he's popular on social media because y'all sit and watch him put bugs in his mouth, live things in his mouth, and so he's the story of the day. And I guess everybody will be talking about that at some point. Depending on if you subscribe to certain news and entertainment channels. But they are doing that. And it's like... And I was watching a, a video. Because I, I watched one person's video. A person that was harmed yesterday. And watching uh, them talk about the fact that they were okay. The next video, the next video took me down a wormhole of all this degradation of society. Right? All these people that are deemed... Um, they, they are, they're the pinnacle of society now simply because of things that they do and they're not going to move from that. They're not going to grow from that. They're not going to change. They're not going to do anything better simply because where they are is prosperous right now. 
And we it used to be, or we used to think that, and that, and that society, part of society is long gone, that, you know, they used to say, well, when you know better, you do better. No. Uh, when you have better resources, you do better. No, it doesn't work that way. But I'm, I'm just, I was, getting, I was trying to figure out what to talk about on how to get out of bed, and I'm like, I need to release all this stuff because I want to rest right now. I want to get a little bit more rest because I've got my Thursday, and I've got a lot of stuff planned. I've got to give a talk today, um, and I need to get, I need to get some rest, some more rest before I start the day, but. I was disturbed. That's the that's the word. I've said questions. Ooh, that's what I'm gonna call this when sleep disturbed. My sleep was disturbed because we live in a world where people are willing to jeopardize others, the all of others. Um, you know, and it's it it bothers it bothers me. I don't know I don't know if it's something that others are bothered. I'm bothered by it. I'm bothered. I'm disturbed. I am disturbed. My sleep is disturbed because I have to deal with people who have very little. No, I don't have to deal with them, but somehow they've come across my seed and the integrity's not there. Tell me. I don't know. Because I, 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 I don't understand it. I don't understand how. I don't understand how people can ask for anything. Um, without a an exchange or something in mind, I don't understand that they don't even lead with that. Like uh, one thing too, I was one thing I posted yesterday. I was excited. One of the services that I use, uh, the grocery and delivery services. Um, I was excited because they added some more stores. And I went, and first thing, I was like, oh, cool, this store is on there. And, you know, and I know I hate driving to that store. Let me go ahead and see what the order. Let me look, check, let me go ahead and check some of the prices and things like that. So I added a couple of things to the cart. I nearly fell on the floor when I saw the delivery fee. And my concern was the delivery fee um, should have been twice what it was. And I was like, how on earth is the delivery fee still the same as a person there's no way because that's the same delivery fee as a person coming from across the street and i know i don't want to drive to this store because it is almost it's 30 minutes away and i'm like there's no way now only thing they did do was they they you had to they added more time to it they said well if you know the one across the street you can order from them um and get it within the hour, or in the, or or you can set whatever time you want it. But this one, you know, it said okay, it had like a they had these hour windows. It said in the early, as soon as you can get it, it was like five hours. So you had to order like, you know, have a five hour window. But I was like, why isn't it? You know, why is why is the delivery fee still the same? Now, mind you, understandable. They want to keep the service, quote-unquote, affordable, because otherwise you'd be like, no, I'm not using that. But it's, it was dependent on the tip. You'd have to find it within your heart to say, I'm not going to let that person do all that work for me and it, it and it not be beneficial to them. That's a whole hell of a lot of y'all out there that do that, okay? There's so many of y'all that would do that. But my thought process was like, no way I'm going to order this without... 
And, and and then on top of that, and then I'm afraid to even order it and put the tip on there because I don't know if the company has enough integrity not to steal the tip, right? Because we're looking at the gig economy and, the, and many of these apps, and, and you don't know, and there, you can ask, and there's conversation. But then if here's the thing. If you don't put the tip on there, and then the person is looking at the order, and they're like, well, I'm not going to take an order for that amount. So then, therefore, your order doesn't get processed. So you got to put something on there so it make it worthwhile, the person taking it. But then you also got to do a cash tip because you don't trust the app if the app is going to give them their money. And that's in all the apps, it's particularly the rideshare apps. Rideshare apps out here, I mean, it's it's ridiculous how much they, it's like since they went public and Lyft has gone down the wrong road just as bad as Uber now. You don't know what the driver. Let me tell y'all, y'all getting out of these cars, and I know you see an amount, and I know you see fees and all this kind of stuff, but you have no idea what that driver is getting. You know, and and it's not it's not polite for you to ask. I know. Let's let's just talk about being polite, okay? It's not polite, and I know some people want to know because they they do want to offer some kind of restitution, but some others, you know, just want to be. It's not polite to ask. It's not, and I know some drivers give up all the information. They go into those kinds of discussions, but it's it's really not polite to ask. You should just understand. That and there's enough online, there's enough information online, people disclosing enough online because, um, it, it is. I mean, there are people who are writing about this and who are divulging all this information. It's not polite enough for you to quit. One, you ain't paying for that time you're talking to that person, like they got to get they got to get done with you so they can get on to the next, you know. So, it's not understand, it's not to like, it's not polite to ask any person. Uh, unsolicited how much they're making on anything. If you want to, if you want to go into this industry or use these things, um, go out there and look. It's enough information out there. Um, and, and I can understand if you end up with a regular person servicing you, then yes, you should know. You know, especially if you fondled some tip money through the system. You might want to ask, you know, do you, you can ask if they receive their tip, but uh, some of the conversation is a bit much. Um, so, and that's where we get to polite. Like, how polite are we? How polite are we? We are not polite at all, and especially when it comes when it comes to to tipping. I I went. I, I, I let me tell. Let me say this. I go to enough lunch meetings and dinner meetings and, and breakfast meetings. I go to enough events that are held in in um inappropriate settings. You know the rest. Even in the restaurants and the coffee houses. While they, they love for you to be in there, um, and I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk. I have, I have to give a, I'm giving a talk on this today about how much does a customer cost, right? We're talking about that today on Open House, when I, and I'm going to do it in the kitchen after I get some more rest. But, like, if you're going to a meeting, it's, it's impolite. It's impolite to have a meeting in a restaurant. It really is. Um, people don't understand the server relationship. It's like you are taking up a space. I, I don't I don't care. Don't don't even try to find another answer, okay? Go in there, order what's on the menu, consume what's on the menu, uh, tip well and leave. Okay? Because 
that's all they're going to make it. And, when, and, and you have to look at this thing from the other perspective. And this is the biggest conversation. We can always talk about it all the time. Because undermining, I cannot stand people who undermine y'all. No less than it's been in all of my conversations lately. I cannot stand it. When you go in, when you're a server, your server goes to work, okay? First of all, waiting on you is just a part of it. There are other things that have to be prepped and done in order for them. They're given a menu from things that are on that menu. Those are things that they're able to sell. They're not even getting a commission off of that. They're getting a, a little piece, piece of an hourly wage, okay? And they then are given stations within the restaurant, a couple of tables, half, half the restaurant, third of the restaurant, quarter of the restaurant, whatever, right? They have a station, right? And they then know when they go in, and this is this is the way it gets down to the numbers. When you arrive at work, okay, you know on this particular day, let's say it's Thursday, the restaurant, you want to work uh, the lunch rush, okay? You know, and here's the math. Let me give y'all the freaking math so you can stop jeopardizing people, all right? When a server gets to work and they're working their shift, they know how much money their shift is expected to make, okay? If the shift is going to make, and, and, and restaurant shifts, they ain't making millions, okay? Uh, depending on, let's just think about a lunch rush on a chain restaurant. That shift may make probably two to three thousand dollars, maybe, you know? Or, and then, and then there's not, not mentioning the cost, you know, and I mean, on a high end, okay, it may be five to $10,000, maybe, right? I don't know. People are like, but we wish, right? I know, I, I understand, but on an average, you know, it's a two to $3,000 shift and on the lower end, you know, they'd be lucky to see a thousand dollars. You know, there are some retail spaces that'd be happy to get a, a $4,000 or $4,000 day, right? So now take, okay, fine. Let's just settle on the amount. Let's say that it's a $2,000 shift. Okay, two to $4,000 shift. Because people people love to think everybody got, everybody's spending all this money. So even on a two to $4,000 shift, first of all, what does it take to make a two to $4,000 shift? All right, so the server goes in, they come to find out. They are one of four servers. That's five servers. Okay, even we said four servers, so for the math, right? So that means that the if you got you got a two thousand dollar shift, you got four servers, that means each of those servers gotta bring in five hundred dollars in sales, okay? Five hundred dollars in sales. Now mind you, here you are trying to tip 10, 15, 20%. So if I'm if I know, oh, it's only four of us working five hundred dollars. I can upsell, I can get a couple of upsells off of that because, you know, the restaurant's like, you got to bring in $500. You know you got to bring in $500 because they already had that discussion. We need to meet these sales, okay? And here, I need you to sell these specials. Here, I need you to up, get some desserts. I need all my water drinkers. Get them to order a soda, right? Because that's the only way we're going to meet it. If y'all don't go and y'all want to go in there, you want water, you want some lemon, you want the plasticware, not the silverware, you want to run this server all up and down, up, just undermining hospitality as the best way you know how, right? Just undermine it, right? And they, they know I've got X amount of hours to get $500 so I can keep my job. And then on top of that, you want to give me 10%. So you that's only going to be, I, I got to work four hours. That's $50, right? 20% I make make $100. Service like, man, I wish I did make $50 and $100. I'm just doing, I'm just trying to get in the math, y'all, right? So $500 in sales per server. 10% of that is, is $50, right? 
right, that's fifty dollars in tips, but thank God there are some people tipping that twenty out twenty percent scale. So you might make a hundred. Okay, so then break it down seventy five. Let's find the mean, the middle. So to get seventy five dollars worth of tips off of five hundred dollars, right? Because I don't upsell. I don't brought you your extra damn lemons, you know. Um, I didn't brought you all your all the water, and you want to sit there and make lemonade at the table instead of ordering lemonade. That's fine too, right? Even though you know had all y'all ordered a soda, it would have uh, gave me an extra twenty dollars on the ticket, you know, and then I could have really met. So, I mean, all this stuff is going on. This is what you're undermining. See, and the thing about it is, you trying to get over on on the freaking tip. Look how much you have undermined the whole damn restaurant. I'm just saying. You don't undermine because you don't want to order soda. You want, but you you don't want soda, but you want a water and lemon, which is easier and cheaper to go get you the soda. Because now I got to go find some lemons. Somebody had to come in early and cut up all them damn lemons. Okay, y'all watch me cut lemons. I'm just saying. You ain't thought about the fact that oh, well, I want some water and some lemons. Well, somebody has to has to clock in early. Uh, on a, some, those lemons have to be cut on a whole other shift. I'm just saying. Or because I want, I don't because I want, I don't I don't want to settle for the fifty dollar tip and the seventy five dollar. I'd rather go home with the hundred dollar tip. I'm gonna make sure there's some lemons in the station, right? That's what I'm saying. They're gonna make sure the lemons in the station. So because you're not gonna order the soda, so it's not gonna come in on the sale because they they don't they don't charge you for the water and some places try to charge you for the lemon because that's a food cost. There's a cost of that, right? That mean you got to order lemons. Y'all see me go buy lemons all the time, right? So that's in there. And, and you still, now mind you, you come in and you trying to find every little thing to go from the 20% tip down to the 10% tip. Never mind the fact that you're not going to allow them to turn their table because now you want to have a business meeting. You want to be on your phone. You want to take your pictures and all this kind of stuff, you know. And then you then you want to try to decrease. Your, and, and you want to have a meeting, which means that, you want to take up the table for twice the customer. You don't want to tip for twice. You don't want to tip 40%, right? Because you want to take up the table for the whole lunch period as opposed to come in, consume what's on the menu, and leave. You're going to take up the table for the whole lunch period. So instead of me even ending the day with $100 tips, now your server is really back at $50. Because they weren't able to flip their tables. They want to, you know, you got one server, man, their customers are coming in and coming out. Man, they're going home with $200 off of $500. Because they were able to flip their tables and sell and sell. They didn't have the meeting. They didn't have the meeting folk at their table. Right? So, they never mind the fact that the server then already brought you your food. Now, they just, they didn't already clean up your table. And they just standing around. They can't do anything else. Everybody else, their table hosts just sitting people, sitting people, sitting people. And there you are holding up their table. They can't make no more money. They can't make no more money. Ain't, ain't, there's no more time. They were like, well, I only had one customer. Okay, but your shift is over. You got to go. The other service got to get that table. And you going on and you feel like, man, you know, you, you, you save 50% on the tip. But you cost the server a whole damn day. Because that's what we do. We undermine. We undermine. We undermine. We figure. Some people wake up trying to figure out. Some people are already trying to figure out how to undermine. They're going to run this red light. They're going to they're gonna take that shortcut. They're going to go down the wrong road. They're going to do this. Uh, I was like, these, and, and these people are our friends. These people are on our timeline. These people are commenting 
how much they undermine stuff on the timeline. Somebody asks after asking for a referral. Oh, don't don't bother, don't bother paying them. How many how many times have you seen a referral? People will come and post. They'll go and get. They'll go over to the photographer or the cake maker or or all this other stuff. They go to let's just use the cake maker. They'll go over to the legit cake maker and get copy their picture and come over. And can anybody make this for half the price? Why? And so, and and if somebody in there, they'll go, yeah, I can do, I can do it for like, because y'all say it all the damn, all the time. I'm sorry, all the daggone time. They're like, oh, I can, I, I can do that for much less. Why? Why do it for much less? Why undermine? Why undercut? Undercut. Write that down. Why undermine? Right undercut. Why? You know? Oh, why are you paying two hundred dollars for box breaks? Because they take sixteen damn hours. Okay, it's like oh, I can do it. I can I can do it for a quarter of that, you know. But you still gonna take see just because you want to do it for five dollars an hour, you want undercut the person doing it for fifteen twenty dollars an hour because it all comes back down to an hourly wage, right? It just it and then the person's like, well, these don't look quite like okay, yeah. You first of all, you didn't come in with as much hair as the woman in that picture. You didn't bring you know you didn't have much for them to work with. And then you wanted you wanted that whole ass discount, and now you look like a whole ass discount. Stop undermining, stop undercutting. That's what I want. I want to sleep well because I want you to have some integrity. I want you, and the majority of people are not gonna have integrity. I understand that, but guess what we can do? We can avoid them. We can avoid them. We can avoid them, honey. We can avoid. We can avoid integrity people. It's, it's too much going on. And I'm only talking about this because at the end of the day, I have to I have to pump people back up to go out there and try it again tomorrow. And I have to let them... I can't tell you how many people that they've discovered, quote-unquote, customers or their passion or purpose and all this kind of stuff, but then they realize what society is really like. It's like I know you invested all that time in in learning how to do what you do. You you put all that value. You want to go do it and have integrity, you know. But that's not the business. And I don't mean like business business. I mean that's just not that's not people. That's not society on a whole. There are people out there. Um, this collision place was caught putting all this fake parts on fake parts on cars, people getting it. It's like integrity, right? Cutting costs, cutting costs, cutting corners everywhere. It's it's so prevalent right now that it's absolutely ridiculous where people don't even expect it anymore. They don't even they don't even expect it. I had to stop and grab something to eat yesterday and uh the questions that I was asked you know and I'm like wait what what and I literally had to stop so what what wait what is this you know um because yes I want this and yes I want that and yes you know I had to like I almost like deprogram them from I don't know a previous customer or the I don't know what they're I don't know they it was a new new establishment I don't know what they've had to deal with or, or, or what premise they're operating from. But hold on, okay? I value me, and therefore I'm going to value you and the service that you're about to give me. Let's, let's fix this right here, right now. Because I, I don't know what the norm is, 
But I mean, if that is the norm coming up in here, I won't be coming up in here. But let's fix this. This is, you know, let's just let me just let you know what's going on. I just want to one. I stopped in because I want to get out of traffic. And if this exchange goes well, it might be something that I have to because now I have to be in the area at X amount of time. So that I and, and I have to come early enough where I can get out of traffic. So I got a little time to waste. And that's how that's been the case for me. I'm that person. I'm gonna show I show up to the area early because I know my window of which I have to leave because my neighborhood, because there are windows in which I have to, because otherwise I'm not I don't want to sit in two hour traffic. So I'm that go early person, right? Or stay late. I've always been a go early or stay late. And I'm letting this person know. You know, I understand, and I understand this is the first time you're seeing me, but it might not be the last because it could be part of come part of my routine. I can become a regular if this exchange goes well, but I understand. I understand you probably had you probably it's I'm coming in and after the rush, whatever the rush was, and before the dinner rush or whatever, you know, and I understand you might have had to deal with some things, but hey, let's just let's get this off on the right foot because. All those things that have become the norm, the questions that they were asking, just simply about my coming in as a consumer, right? You know, will this be here to go? You want this? All that. I'm, I'm not that difficult. I'm not that difficult. And notice I'm sitting in a section made for one, okay? Because that's who I am. I'm, I'm okay. I'm sitting in a section made for one. I'm not taking, I'm not undermining. But let's, let's get this right. Because I, if I like this, I'll be back tomorrow. And the next day, and the next day, you know, and because of what I have to do in the area, I've got to be in this area X amount of time, and I've got to I've got to waste some time. But I'm not going to waste your time, and I'm certainly not going to waste my time. You know, I'm going to be productive, and I want you to be productive, and I'm not going to cost you anything, and I'm certainly not going to cost myself. I'm not going to undermine, but let's get let's get done. Now, mind you, I said I'm not going to cost them anything. I'm going to pay well. But what I'm going to do, but I'm not going to disadvantage. We're not going to disadvantage each other. And I could tell what has become the norm for this type of establishment. I'm trying to write, um, write that down. Um, it, it, it has become the norm that we dis, disadvantage. So you can tell when people put their guard up or put their walls up or, or lower. You can tell when people lower their expectations. And I don't like for anybody to lower their expectations. That's, that's why I'm... I am uncomfortable right now because I don't like for anybody to lower their expectations on me. It's like, no, you can, you can have, you can have high expectations with me. And I, I, I find myself having to not say that, but bring, when I'm involved in something, I am oftentimes having to raise the level of expectations. And that's why I can't sleep right now because I have been invited into a couple of things where I have to raise the level of expectation, raise the expectation. I had a call just yesterday, frantic, frantic, sense of urgency, I'll get out. And I'm like, wait a minute, let me, let me let you know what you're working with and the level, the level of expectation and how we exceed it. And I, again, I understand what your previous experience has been. I, I, I know from whom you're coming from. I know from whom you've worked with before. 
But let me tell you how over here, the level of expectation, this is already, it's already done. It's already taken care. All you got to do is come through with the stuff that you've promised on your end. And the other promises are going to be met, you know. So who are you as we get ready to end this right at the 45? Hallelujah, want to do it. Are you undermining when people get ready to encounter, think about this. Not even I'm not even gonna put it on people. When you get ready to encounter yourself, when you realize that you have to count on yourself, do you at that time lower your expectation or raise your expectation? I mean, just you when you realize that something you need depends on you, do you then lower your expectation or raise your expectation? I know for me, when I realize that I get to do something or somebody trusts me with a project, you know, and I'm like, oh, man, I get to, I get to give that my all. I get to make that nice. Or are you that person? Oh, good, I get to cut corners here. cut co- And cutting costs is not all that bad. But cutting corners and uh, undermining and causing all kind of disadvantage, that those are the people that are in the commutes right now get rolling up with you, you know, and you looking at them or you cross the table from them and they, you know, they always, no matter what's going on, they always say, well, I think we could do this differently or, or, or oh, Jesus, I'm telling you, y'all, these people, Whew. I am so thankful that I get to get up and walk away from the table on those situations. Because they are out there, y'all. Y'all don't understand. They are they are everywhere. They are everywhere and they they just causing so much disadvantage. I um oh y'all, I mean, y'all don't understand how many conference calls and text text what do you call them? Group messages and text streams and I'm in and oh my god, was, oh my god, I can't tell y'all. I got and I, I keep my phone number one. I keep my phone on D and D. I don't even take calls. Um, mm, mm. And I'm like, and and I know, and I'm, and I feel like this because it's it's that season. It's that season where for what I do, <clears throat> there's a whole lot of collaboration. There's a whole lot of of working with others. There's a whole lot of um, pitching. And proposals, oh, submit a proposal for this, submit a proposal for that. You know, nitpicking, undermining, undercutting, um, dealing with people that have very little integrity. And you get to a point where sometimes you have to deal with these people. I know everybody, everybody can't walk away. Everybody can't, everybody don't have an alternative or a, a, a way of not working with certain such people and so forth and so on. And I wish I wish you did because I wouldn't have to do how to get out of bed. I really would not have to do how to get out of bed, but because and and I'm and one thing I always tell people, you know, stop waiting on somebody to feel your pain. Stop waiting on somebody to understand that they have wronged you. Stop waiting. Remember, I said we have to first and foremost forgive ourselves. Stop trying to forgive everybody. When you at least you can't even forgive yourself, forgiving yourself is forgiving them. Moving on, not letting it consume all of your thoughts, and I'm like, and the season ain't even started good, 
And here we are. Here come the creeps right up out of the woodwork. Creepy people, y'all. Creepy people. And and we ain't even started good. Um, and we got to and otherwise it could be such an amazing season. Um, because there's so much incumbent upon this season. And 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 when I t- I mean literally like um the organization, the the food organization I'm um trying to partner with, they are already getting together um the process of um helping families for the holiday season. And, and I don't know what org is not already at this point, uh, planning, you know, food distribution, um, meeting the needs of those that, you know, even though people have, a lot of people probably haven't thought about it yet. I mean, that's, that's where we are. That's where we're going with this. And so there's a lot of negotiation going on. Let me, let me say that so that you can understand what this whole rent is about. Like why there's a lot of, because, because you're, you're not thinking about this thing. You won't think about it until December. Uh, prior to December, end of September, October, November, there's a whole lot of negotiating going on. There are those that come December, they're going to want a whole bunch of publicity and they're going to want to come at the last minute. What you don't, what you don't get, are not privy to is when people go to or start approaching these people early on, right? They are some of the most unscrupulous people you ever want to meet. You like like okay, you know you need truckloads of this, that, and the other. But then once they see a mention on the news or a blurb here or there, then they want to run up. Oh yeah, we want to do something. Oh, you mean you, after ignoring all of the letters that went out early on, all of the solicitation, all the requests, all the Kickstarters, all the GoFundMe, all of that, ignoring all of that. Now you want to roll up when the cameras roll up. You want to roll up when the headlines start running. You want to roll up when the publicity. But when you were telling people and cursing people out in the inboxes, you know, talking about they they need a handout and all this other kind of stuff. That is the part. That's what I'm talking about. That's where the integrity gets lost. But then they want to run up and, and be right there and not get cropped out of the photos and the videos and all that kind of stuff. They got they got you got money for days then. Oh, we want to send a truck of this and a truck of that. Well, the planning for this thing was, hell, July. September came time for delivery. Delivery, half of it is already delivered in September, you know. And because not every organization wants to have to come and appeal to the sanctity of of the kind-hearted, you know, people, you know. Because, I mean, think about it, right? And especially if you work for large companies. And they're going to come into the company. They're going to place these crates and barrels and all that kind of stuff. All of that stuff takes, that stuff takes year-long planning. Year-long planning. Food-a-thons and, and can-a-thons and all of that stuff. And, man, and if y'all knew how all these people acted on this end of stuff, you'd be, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. And they probably like, man, okay, I wish you heard, heard my heart. I'm just saying you'd be surprised. At, at at the at what goes on, you know what goes on, and it it shouldn't have to be that kind of sense of urgency because it comes around, it comes around every year, and it's always the same people that have to bail out the the people that you think are out there doing it, the people you think are, are kind and considerate and do it. those are the main ones that don't have don't have a bit more integrity that's out there sitting on money that's meant for families meant to save people's homes, meant to save communities, meant to save schools, 
and they out there sitting on it because, oh, we need to wait and use that in our election campaign, or, you know, let's just not even deal with that now. You know, we do, do that in the lame duck season session and all that kind of stuff. All of this stuff. All this stuff is going on all year long. All year long. All year long. And and now, here I am. I've got to deal with it. And I'm like, no, we're not. We're going to raise this level of expectation, y'all. And I have to, there are some I have to say, I'm not, I can't. What do you mean you can't? I, I can't. I don't deal with stuff on that level. If you're not willing to raise the level of expectation, negotiation stops here because I will not create disadvantages for people. I avoid that. I will not undercut, undermine. I, I will be polite. I'm not trying to disturb nor jeopardize, certainly not my integrity, you know, and, and that's it. I wanted to call this questions, but I, I think it's, I think it's integrity. And I think I had intended to come on and talk about integrity. Wake up with integrity, y'all. Everybody can't do it. Every, everybody ain't able. Everybody ain't able. And they're looking at it. They're looking at it like it's an absolute stranger just walked in the room. What do you mean the honest way? <laughs> what do you mean the honest way? Never. They never heard of it. They never saw it. They don't know what that experience was like. Can I tell y'all, the honest way, it is delightful. It is, oh my God, it's like the best. When you can put your head to your pillow every night and not worry that you have caused anybody, any strife, that you've not undermined or disadvantaged or undercut anyone, that's a feeling you you can wake up to that each and every day. But when you have to wake up worrying about what you said and what you did and what you've done and if it's going to come back on you and what the punishment is going to be and this, all of this, that, and the other, you are not living right. You are living in error. You are a full and total lie. L-I-E. Gary Busey, the word lie. Living in error. People who are living in error, they are nothing but a lie. Unfortunately, that's the life that people want to live right now. And that's the one that is prosperous. It's getting a lot of attention, uh, but it's doing something to these people. Keep keep watching. Keep watching. It's doing something to them. And, uh, and if you are following, you're going to go right over that cliff, right on with them. I'm telling you, you better wake up with some integrity. I said I was going, and I am going to go, but you know I got a couple things I need you to do. First of all, I'm going to take just a moment and breathe. If you, this was not the episode, you need, you need some more. You need more to go along with this. There are more. Uh, if you go to dryerbuzz.com, dryerbuzz.com, and you can get ex- episodes in our um, newsletter that comes out a couple times a week, three three times a week, where you get a summary of things that we, you don't have to follow us all over social media. You can get it in your email. And then there is also... Um, a Facebook page for how to get out of bed where the episodes are there. And then on all of the popular platforms, podcast, podcast platforms, uh, you can definitely check out the episodes there as well, as well as a, a few others. Uh, we are, this has been a journaling moment. I've written some keywords in my journal. Those things you heard me say repeatedly, like integrity, jeopardize, disturb, polite, undermine, undercut, avoid, disadvantage, raise your level of expectation and negotiations. Um, those are word clouds, and this is going to end up in book two 
as we are still working on book one. Book one was a full-on 90 episodes of telling you how to get out of bed. And we realized that we got to continue. It doesn't stop. So now we're on to 90 episodes or more of book two. And also, what else? Um, coming to you in the kitchen today. We're just making some lemonade. May do some other things prepping for the weekend. But we will have a conversation about woman-owned, woman-owned business. Do women understand how much customers cost? Do women understand how much customers cost? Um, and we're going to piggyback on the report that's out there from American Express uh, as they get ready. Remember I said, you know, seasons, uh, they're already they're already working with women, trying to make sure that women are able to capitalize off of this upcoming holiday season. And, you know, they are also behind uh, Small Business Saturday, which I still don't understand why it comes after the major uh, shopping day. But anyway, but that's just, that's another mindset. You know, we, we talked about, we actually, we talked about that mindset and that, that podcast will be available shortly as well. Uh, um, leading women, leading women podcast, which I do with Angela Stalkup. We talked about the Amex report about women in business and they talked about how many businesses women are starting, but the revenue level that these, these quote unquote businesses are, that's keeping women in the form of side hustles as opposed to businesses. There's, there's the, a mindset as well as the understanding of how business works or why businesses that businesses started, they're trying to figure out the world is trying to figure out what happens is if you still and running a side hustle, you have not turned to them to get a major business loan. So what they're trying to figure out is like, wait, how is it that they're looking at these reports that say that Americans are creating all these different businesses, but nobody's coming in for a business loan. Well, there's a couple of reasons you're not going in for a business loan. And all of that I'm going to talk about today, uh, later on in the kitchen, nonetheless, in the kitchen, we're going to talk about that. So catch me uh, on a couple of platforms as we get ready to have that conversation. I think I have told you about everything. Some events going on this weekend. Um, follow me. You'll see those on my on my timeline as well. But first, uh, your exercise today, you know, and all that you're doing, think about it. Do you have to raise your expectation, level of expectation, or lower your level of expectation, you know? And how much are you running around here trying to do the lower side of things? I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. But let's just take a breath. And then I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Go. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.